I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings Dude, that's pretty oh, cool. Man, that is really I'm just sad. Really Dude, that's pretty good. This is Big Bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha Pack. Exploring their F3 experiences and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in the gloom. Uh, so today we've got a, a really special guest. Uh, you've heard his his brother's story uh, maybe a few episodes ago for uh, all three of you out there, avid listeners. Uh, but on the gloom, uh, we've got a man who uh, started a site in Sarpy, uh, gave that site a pretty cool uh, identity, and um, and then recently has handed the the shovel flag. But we've got our man Gobbler on the call today, and uh, excited Gobbler just to talk to you and and hear your story. Um, and kind of where we always start is uh, talk to us about uh, your first workout and, and how you got the name. I, I'm excited to hear this story. Yeah, so you know, I, I can tell the short story, the long story, but now that you got me on the podcast, I figure there's no better no better time to um, to tell the long story. So uh, in 2020, right as the pandemic was starting, uh, I was recovering from a foot surgery. So for the two years before I was in the worst shape of my life. I had this extra bone in my foot. It would flare up. I couldn't play golf, which we'll get into that later, but um, that's kind of like my jam. Um, that's what I, I, that's my spare time. That's my hobby. Um, so I had this bone taken out in January and started this recovery process. In that recovery process, I met my PT, Zorro, uh, and in that PT world, I herniated a disc in my back. So I was just like a hot mess, right as the world's falling apart. Um, I, you know, it, it was not fun. So at that point, I stepped on the scale 252 pounds. Um, a couple of months later, um, so that was back in March, I started a golf league in April with Huffy. Um, he was another team on there. And uh, we played a lot of golf. We've known each other since college. And so he says, Hey, I got a spot on this golf trip. Would you be interested? And I was like, yes, I am in. Tell me what it is. He goes, all right, here's the deal. It's with this workout group that I'm, that I'm in. And I was like, okay. So I've, I've been on Twitter. I've seen, uh, you know, I went to high school with safe ride lucky, obviously posts all about the stuff on Twitter um i have friends who have done it and i was like all right whatever man like i'll, I'll do it whatever I, I don't know if i'll join your workout group but we'll see what happens so we go out to um dismal river no idea who i'm going to be with but uh we show up um and we hop in in swingers conversion van uh with a grateful dead uh blu-ray or dvd playing already uh, a cooler full of beer, and then I meet all these other guys, and it's Brazilian, Swinger, Toadstool, Huffy, Wait Time, and me. I have no idea who these people are. I have no idea if they're important. I have no idea what's going to happen. Um, and so, you know, we hop in this bus, this van at five in the morning and drive out to Dismal River. So I played golf with them for three days, and my first F3 workout was after playing, you know, I don't know, I'm 70 some holes of golf drinking the night before. And the first workout is running up a 550 foot sand dune to the top. Now, again, foot surgery, herniated disc in my back less than a couple of months ago. And they're like, all right, we're just going to run. And so, you know, like wait time, huffy, toadstool, they're just gone. Like they just take up, up this hill. Swingers kind of in the middle. Brazilian kind of walks with me the first half. I try to keep up with these guys, but it's just like, I have not done anything to myself. So I got just completely owned up at the top of this, uh, this dune. There's a great picture of it. I know that Huffy sent out and wait time sent out, but, um, so yeah, so that was my first workout. And then, um, so then on the way there, 
swinger is is like I'll keep this G rated for for the listeners out there whose kids are listening, but swingers telling a story um, on our way up there. Now, if, if you've ever been up north in the Sandhills, you you go to North Platte, you go straight north, and out of North Platte, it is a two lane road. There's no shoulder; it's grass or very little gravel, um, and so there's no room for air here. And he's in this huge conversion van, and he's telling us a story. And I won't again. I'll, I'll paint the paint the word picture here, but if if you're on the Zoom, you'd know it. But he he's got a hand on the steering wheel, and he's looking backwards and telling us the story. And he's got a breakfast burrito in the other hand. And again, there's a Grateful Dead concert playing on the TV that's showing us all in the back. And and Toadstool and I are grabbing the oh shit handles in this bus, this van, and this flock of turkeys is in the middle of the road and he's not looking at the road he can't swerve he can't do anything and finally I just I, I couldn't take it anymore I was like turkeys and everyone just like looks forward swinger like puts the burrito down in his in his dish and puts two hands on the steering wheel and these turkeys just all like you know fly away and then wait time looks at me and goes, I don't know what we're going to do, but your name is going to have to do something with the turkey. I'm like, oh, all right. I have three days to convince these guys that my name should not be anything with a turkey. So then that, that begins like three days worth of me bearing my soul to whoever would listen to try to get uh, me to not be named a turkey. And, I, you know, I, I, knew, the, I knew the rule. Right. I knew if I'm going to complain about it, I'm not going to be able to, you know, it's going to be a worse name. Right. So I, I didn't complain about it, but I was like, I, the goal is set. I have to tell them everything about me. They'll have to find something that's more memorable than this turkey story. And it was not. And so that's the, that's the first workout. That's the first uh, name. And, and so from there it was, I was like June 20. June twenty something of twenty twenty. So that's kind of the that's kind of the the long version of my first workout uh, and my my naming. Well, that's actually uh, that's pretty cool because I mean, outside of wait time, I don't think anyone has actually been named at not a traditional AO site. Um, and he was at a traditional site, just didn't happen to be in North Carolina. But you'd actually go to Dismal on a golf trip. Uh, kudos to you for actually getting up and working out with those guys but uh, I, I think that's pretty cool that you know you went somewhere else uh, I guess what were your thoughts when you came back were you immediately okay I'm gonna I'm ready to keep posting with these guys or were you like okay dismal was a once in a lifetime experience I'm kind of I'm over it you know you kind of get this thing where you post and you know completely humbled right like all these guys are in great shape. Um, and, you know, I, I didn't really understand like to pick up the six or stay with the six. So I didn't really understand that or know about it. But after joining F3, I realized what they were all doing, right? It was like, you know, Brazilian and Toadstool stayed with me kind of that first run up to the top of this sand dune, right? This is like running in a running on a beach but on an incline so like think of like the worst workouts ever in sand it was it was awful so brazilian and toadstool kind of like stayed back with me because i could not run very fast up this hill and then on the way down you know uh swinger gets up to the top of the hill he kind of sets up his workout as kind of just this like two-man grinder style up another like one stations at the bottom of this tiny little dune and then one at the very top of this dune so it's like you did all these sorts of things and then on the way down everyone runs and i i start running i was like you have just i'm just completely wasted already just getting to the top of this thing and then you know then swinger just walks with me all the way down the hill um and so like that was cool um i didn't really realize what was happening at that point because i was just out of it um but it was really neat um and then uh i got back and i was super pissed about my name like super pissed about my name i was like are you serious like i've given you so many stories i'm an international banker you can do all the you can name me after my band 
you are you already took lucky charms you know the the irish thing from him i'm like God, all right you know there's just so many ways we could have gone with that and i was like but you didn't you stuck me with this turkey name and i was like i'm so pissed so i think that was like it was like june 25th or 29th or something like that and i didn't post for like at least two more weeks when we got back because i was pissed um and then lucky reaches out to me and he goes all right i'm queuing at the pit get down here i'm queuing it'll be fun we're gonna have a good time it's an hour workout and uh and we'll get you back out i was like all right sounds good so i waited till he queued at the pit um and then started coming back out and obviously you know a bunch of guys that i knew kind of from the papillion area our kids either went to daycare together like uh, John Claude, or go to school um, up at Prairie Queen, they um, they were all there, and so it turned out that I was like, okay, this is like a bigger group than I originally thought. Uh, there's a workout here in Papillion, and I just need to I just need to take care of that. So then it was like, all right, I'm going to start posting more and more and more, and then that kind of really got me going on like a health journey that was much needed in my life. So that's kind of the, again the long story like i was pissed i was pissed that wait time for that first two weeks and then after that i was like listen you can either be pissed about it or you can kind of like steer into the skid um and just embrace this whole thing um and you know as it turns out it's it's a it's a pretty darn good name um and i can't be pissed at wait time because it's a it's a really good story and a lot of other guys don't have a pretty neat story to tell you know 15 minutes into a podcast of, of how they got their name still. So yeah, I'm pretty lucky. And I, I, we, I don't think we have heard a, quite the naming story like you have. I mean, that's a really cool story and, and, a, and a cool memory, right? And I'm sure you've got some good relationships with those guys uh, because of that. And it's a name that there's a sound we can make after it too, right? So that's kind of unique, right? <laughs> yeah. Every everyone can make the name except for uh, Tater Tot. Tater Tot's messed it up like seven times. So he again, he kind of just rolls into that 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 skid as well. Like he just is, he just kind of goes gobbler, and so that's that's his deal. Firewalker, you know, he took he took that upon himself to to copy Tater, and so those two, if they're standing next to me in a cot or you know the ball of man or at Namorama, that's I know what I'm getting. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of like, again, you know, last week's episode with Huffy and the, the Ching Ching and all these other sorts of things that people say out of people's names, it's kind of cool. Um, and it kind of gives you this, like this personality and, and something that they hear your name and, and then they say it. So, you know, every time I hear Huffy, I say the Ching Ching and, you know, we go from there. So. What um, so you you referenced kind of your the your weight on the scale there uh, at the beginning of your fitness journey and I guess curious did your foot and the herniated disc ever heal or uh, from a fitness perspective how did things yeah progress? and 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 that was that was the other part is is kind of getting through that golf trip um, they that was really the beginning point where like I was completely done with PT um and zoro released me from my care from his care and said all right you're, you're good to go the foot's good the back's good you know let's get better let's get down to a better weight you know and so um I, pony i was playing in a basketball league a couple of years before that and again it, this was kind of the point in my life where I, I knew i had hit rock bottom which is when the referee patted me on the back and goes it's okay big guy and i was like i've never been the big guy i'm the big guy now like that's the point where it was like oh crap this is not this is not what i wanted in my life and that's kind of where i was like all right i need to start working out and then i start working out hurt my foot and then you know then it's this this whole domino effect and you know at the end of the day it's it was um it was kind of that that rock bottom that i needed um and then you know i obviously had folks like lucky um and huffy who were there who are saying hey you know when you're ready come on give this a shot and it, they're not hard press salesmen they're the guys who are kind of like listen it's here for you when you're ready for it and when you're ready for it we'll we'll do that well i don't know if i would have done that without you know going on that golf trip with those guys and as it turns out like you know three of the six people on that bus started a workout site less than a year you know less than a year later 
Um, and one was fresh off of being the Nantan of F3 Omaha. So it was kind of like, oh, I kind of got like a, a pretty rosy start to this whole F3 thing. And then having people and, and, and places to post and guys who knew where to post and told me, don't go to paradise because you're going to run three plus miles. And I was like, oh yeah, this is not for me. Okay. So let's, let's go to the battlefield. Let's go to the Coliseum. Let's go to those places. Um, let's go to the woodshed. Um, so those are kind of, you know, those are places that are near and dear to my heart because we didn't have anything in Papillion. So those are the first sites I would go to and made some good friendships and acquaintances in, in Omaha before kind of Sarpy started to, to explode down here. So. Well, and you certainly have gone through a transformative journey, right, from the fitness aspect. I mean, you did uh, come sub for us last week in our basketball league, and I would still call you the big guy on the court. Uh, but that's just uh, height, not 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 width. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this, his, his comment was definitely on, on girth. It was not on height. So, you know, that's, that's, there's a difference there. Well, definitely love to have you. You're a solid pickup for anyone that ever needs a sub. He's your guy. Um, but I did want to kind of touch, I mean, you talked about the fitness aspect and how much of a change it made on your life. I guess, you know, F3 brings other aspects to our life, right? And and kind of curious on what it has brought for you and, and the second half, the third half, and maybe you can touch on those aspects. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the second half, I think it was difficult, right? It's during a pandemic. Um, you join this workout group. All these guys are, you know, super careful. You know, obviously things had, had reopened after the closure. And, and um, so, you know, I wasn't necessarily affected by that. But the get-together, the drinks for happy hour, those sorts of things, they didn't happen right away. So the second F all had to have happen inside the 45-minute workout and the COT. Um, and... Again, it's really nice that, you know, Huffy allowed me to tag along on on my journey with him because then I got to also meet kind of all those guys in District 66 and and really kind of form a bond with some of those guys. Um, and then that's really where uh, the, the, SARPY, the SARPY expansion talk started happening um, and with with that in mind i was able to develop relationships with the guys in omaha and then kind of really start refocusing and on on how do we grow sarpy uh and work with john claude on on and firewalker and knobs on that uh so you know the, the second f is was was a struggle to start with um but as things have opened up the pandemic is you know is in some people's mind completely gone but we know it's still kind of this this the shadow that that lurks um and so having a wife that's in healthcare, it's been um that, that was a struggle uh and i think that's getting better now as as we go to events and see people and the requirements for masks are gone and those sorts of things um so having having that open up a little bit more has been a little bit better for the second half sort of things that that we're able to do um the third half stuff that's always been a challenge for me um i'll talk you know lucky you'll say this as well but you know we were raised catholic and we have this kind of catholic guilt and uh uh that we've been raised with and and it, that wasn't from our parents right that was that was just kind of like what you were taught and um so understanding that again my belief that there is a higher power um but you know organized religion sometimes has its downfalls um, when some people put the, um, the, the deity necessarily isn't God itself, but the people who claim to be, uh, messengers of that God and they take advantage of people and they set rules that seem to be completely arbitrary and aren't inclusive of folks who are, you know, have a different sexual orientation um, or live a different lifestyle than what we're normally used to, it, it seems to me like we're excluding people rather than what my belief is, is that God is inclusive. He wants everyone uh, to be a part. And when we have some organized religions that take and, and ostracize folks, 
it just doesn't, it just doesn't sit well with me. Um, and so, you know, my view doesn't necessarily sit with, um, you know, one religion or another, but again, I do believe that there's a higher power that I pray to, um, and have been praying to a lot lately, but I don't necessarily think that sits necessarily in, in Catholicism or, you know, uh, the Lutheran faith or Judaism or, uh, Islam, you know, whatever those sorts of religions are, I think you can kind of pick and choose and, and understand, like, listen, was Muhammad a, a, a pretty good prophet um, of his religion? Absolutely. Are there some nuggets in there that we can take and utilize in our life? 100%. Can we take some of the, the words of Martin Luther and, and use those in our life? Absolutely. 100%. Um, and but can we also take things from the Bible and and say, you know, these are these are really good nuggets that we can put into our life? Yes. Um, and so my third F journey is is probably a little bit different than a lot of folks um, because I was so devoutly Catholic for twenty some years, um, and then but my my faith in a higher power hasn't hasn't wavered in that in that time. Uh, but organized religion has <laughs> my faith in organized religion has so i think that's that's kind of the the difference and so my wife and i struggle with that um with our kids and you know how do you how do you put that into um into action and so that's like that's our that's our biggest struggle right now and and, and my biggest struggle as, as a as an adult as a dad and you know someone who's trying to you know lead kids in, in the right direction that's phenomenal, and I appreciate you sharing that. You know, I think I would say, you know, kind of your some of the, the ideas you express there tend to be what I would say are the most common things that I that we've heard or that I feel like I hear from guys our age, from you know, from men kind of in our community now is is kind of this, you know, maybe a way that I was brought up. Um, that was really like like the religion was the thing uh, that our you know whether it be our parents or the churches or schools we went to and and i think um to be able to still uh, believe in a higher power and kind of explore some of those ideas and thoughts and um you know i think that's really really key and i think that's what as a as a group that's really what we're encouraging guys um to do you know i, I know at least in my faith journey there have been a lot of times where like I thought I was in control um, and that's a bad spot to be right <laughs> uh, I still try to do that today but um, you know so I, I would commend you just for continuing to search and explore and um, and develop that relationship for yourself because I, I think the, the biggest uh, kind of challenge or barrier right is, is if we let the the previous experience define our future relationship with whatever that higher power is um, so that's cool what um, yeah absolutely how do you feel like we kind of steward other guys like as a you know as you were a psych you and, and we can talk about danger zone too i want to hear your thoughts on that but how do you feel like we it, within our group are we stewarding guys to kind of think in terms of higher power or how, how do you see that carrying out with some of the guys you've interacted with yeah you know it's it's kind of interesting because you know there was a, a guy at work here who I, I was trying to eh and you know he came out to me and he's like listen uh, i'm an atheist and i was like he goes, I know what the third F is. And I was like, okay. I was like, do you believe that there's a, a being that's higher than yourself? And he goes, well, yeah, you know, the world is, is bigger than me. And I was like, then there you go, man. I was like, you know, I was like, it, we're not necessarily preaching. And, you know, there is, um, I, I would guess that we lean as an organization we we lean towards uh christianity as as a way to um to kind of spiritually guide people um and my personal belief is that i, I i'm not i'm in sales for a living but i'm not necessarily trying to sell someone on the idea of they have to believe in the same God or the same faith as myself. Um, because at, at the end of the day, I, it, that's their journey. I can, I will gladly share with someone 
um, the journey that I have, have gone on. But at the same time, I'm not going to convince them of what God can do for them versus what he's done for me. Because if you look at some of us, some of us have, have had, uh, you know, a pretty fairy tale existence and some of us have not. And so how do you reconcile that as, as, as a Christian, right? Um, and so my whole thing here is that do we lean as an organization to Christianity? Yes. But I think that the third F that we have also leads itself to saying, listen, we can also take that third F and look at leadership um, as the third F, the faith that we're guiding people who are younger than us, older than us in the organizations that we belong to, we work with, and um, our family. And so my third F that I share with usually in my COTs is usually through either like uh, our, um, the, I, there's an organizational psychologist, his name's Adam Grant. He has a podcast. Um, and listen, he's a great follow on Instagram because he doesn't bombard you with pictures, but he's a, he sends you out just like a simple nugget. And listen, one out of 10 hit with me. Um, there's another one, his name's Simon Sinek. Um, he wrote the, the book, uh, find your why or the power of why or something like that. And a lot of sales organizations use that book to be like, all right, what is our why? Why are we selling what we sell? Why are we an organization? And so my whole thing is at telling, asking people in my COT, cause I, I want to leave them with a question. Um, I want to leave them with a homework assignment and something to think about. And so my whole thing is like, ask your why. That was my first probably three or four COTs. Like, why are you doing this? Why are you up at 5.30 in the morning? Why did you read Free to Lead? You know, why do you keep coming out here? And if we find out those whys, then that's kind of what sticks to people. So that kind of gets to your, I know you're going to ask the question, like, what's what's the sticky part of this? Um, and we can get to that that later, but um, it's, it's finding that why. Um, they mentioned that in the book and free to lead, but everyone has their own why they're doing this. And then we can, you know, that second F and third F are what stick to people and, and make them come back out here. So that's, that's kind of a, a long winded answer, but. Then we might as well jump into what's your why. <laughs> Since you've uh, proposed the question to other people, let's, uh, let's kind of turn it back to you. And, yeah. And hear what you've got um, so obviously, Obviously, I, I gave you what my rock bottom was when that, that guy pats me on the back and says, way to go, big guy. Um, but I wasn't able to teach my, when my son was in kindergarten, I was, my foot hurt. I was in such bad shape. I was not able to help him ride a bike on two wheels. Like that was a struggle. Um, and shoot, that's, you know, that was just over two years ago. Um, and so the the deal I had was I was like, all right, I need to be a dad who can play sports with his kids, who can walk, who can run, who can ride bikes. Um, and at 252 pounds and a foot surgery and a bad back, that wasn't me. I couldn't do those things. So obviously the, the easy one was my kids and my family. Um, that was number one. My health was second. Like I was pretty happy eating fast food four or five times a week, drinking a lot of IPAs. Um, I had a great time doing it too. Uh, but the why is, is the kids, right? And so that's, that's what brings you out to F3. Um, that was my why. And then that why then changes, right? And I've done this with other workouts that I've done, but the camaraderie that you get, um, and we've all been there and, again free to lead recognizes this it's like i'm going there for pony pony's there for me plague's there for pony i'm there for the plague it we all are there for other people and uh it that's kind of i think that that first um turning point in your f3 journey is when you start going there not just for your own own self you're going there to support someone um and then you know turning that back into like the danger zone as a site cue right you you start this site uh, you know i was lucky enough to start a site and well we can go into the story later but 
the idea is that, you know, I selfishly wanted to start a site that beat Paradise Island in attendance every week. And IC is going to be mad at me for saying that. And there's probably other site cues who think the same way, right? You want to do that. You want to make this site the best that F3, F3 has. And then quickly you realize like the numbers are just unsustainable, right? It's like I didn't get to talk to 10 people who are at my workout site who, you know, I came to know and enjoy their company and I wasn't able to do that. Um, and so then it became, it became more of as an idea. I really wanted to do like a paradise site in, in Sarpy where we ran around the lake a lot and it just didn't turn out to be that way. Like that was my vision, right? We were going to do some running. We were going to do some stops. We we're going to do some, some spots. And then it turns into like, well, shoot, we have this awesome field, like, you know, and, and again, the stereotype when Sarpy started was everyone's a runner i can tell you i was the i was the guy who was not a runner maybe knobs may may chime in here and say he wasn't a runner too but it was like everyone was runners and so you know my goal was like all right once now i want like the most diverse site you can do anything you want to do there and then it becomes this thing where i'm there for the people who wanted to come to a workout on wednesday not just for myself and for my my ego um, and so it was once that flipped for me that it became a little bit more engaging to get people to do their VQs and to like stop them as they came out to the danger zone for the fourth or fifth time and be like, hi, you've been here five times. You haven't queued. Let's get on the calendar. And then, then you kind of work this. That's when F3 gets you into a sales pitch is when you're a site queue and you're trying to sell someone to, to come in and queue your site. So, um, but yeah, so that's 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 kind of the evolution, right? And then and then really making a difference in your community. That's kind of where in the last year I've I've really seen that, especially with with folks like the brick builder, the scholarships, you know, the um Heartland Hope mission, uh, those sorts of things that are like truly fill your cup. Um with the generosity of the guys that are that are in this organization and in this group and um you know we've been given a lot of a, a lot of uh a lot of opportunity to help our community and i think we're doing a pretty darn good job of doing that so man i, I kind of want to circle back a little bit i think what you just described uh perfectly encompasses or is like a microcosm of what the typical life cycle of leadership looks like in that way right when you start a site or whatever you're doing, it's for very, it can seem like they're very selfish regions. Like, oh, I think I'll be a great site queue. I want to have the best site. I want to do all these things. But then you talk about this transition stage, like as you become site queue, okay, well, I don't care about the numbers anymore. I care about the relationships that I'm building with the people that are there. I want to make sure that the site is servicing all of the packs that attend. And so if the site is getting too bad or too big, then we're, we're missing out somewhere and we need to look at expanding and doing other things. Um, I guess the final piece that maybe you didn't touch on is successorship. Uh, and so maybe you can talk about that a little bit, what you look for, what, I guess, what goes through your mind there, where you reach the point in your life where you're like, okay, it's, it's time. Yeah. And, you know, I, so uh, obviously with, with kind of how the discussions went with, Tater Tot and Firewalker and, you know, all the leadership team, um, first FQ, second FQ, the, the idea of sectoring Sarpy became more and more an idea that we were going to move to. We kind of have to have like a plan, right? And we had some planning sessions and did they involve an IPA or two? And John claude had a nice orange soda. Yes, it did. And, but it came up with some good ideas on, on how we can be impactful men in our community. And not to say that what we're doing is not impactful to Omaha, but you know, how do we impact the community that we see every single day in Sarpy, um, in Papillion and Gretna? And so we kind of said, you know, let's look at, let's look at that. Um, and so as that started going, my goal was like, I just wanted one year. That's that's what I wanted. I told I told Tater, I told Plague, I told 
Firewalker, I told Jean-Claude, one year. That's what I'll give it one year. Um, and then, you know, as the holidays kind of went around, I kind of got to the point where I was like, oh, shoot, I didn't really have a succession plan here. And Ferdinand was the one who was in my ear. And he's like, hey, who are you getting? I was like, I, I don't know, man. I had a list. And, you know, we kind of sat down and like, who, who, who was on your list, right? And so um, the name that always popped up on the list is was Animal House. And there is no bigger beast of a person working out than Animal House. Like pound for pound, the the beast of Sarpy County. And you know, he's got a he took his shirt off one day, had a six pack. I was like, I'm done. Like that's it. That this is this is what we got. This is this is going to be the succession plan. And then um, so I texted him. I was like, Hey, you know, I'm. I would be interested to hear if you would be willing to take over the danger zone. And, you know, he, the the lucky thing about iPhone users is you can always tell when someone reads that text. Um, and so I saw the text was read and I just kind of waited and, and he goes, all right, I just need to think about it. So I see him the next morning. I was like, all right, you know, what do you think? And he goes, all right, here's the deal. My son's going on a baseball tournament. Oh, let's sit down and have, Let's sit down and have a discussion when I get back. Sounds good, man. And I was like, all right, I, I got to be ready to sell, 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 sell. And again, I didn't have to, which is the beauty of F3 Omaha. Like, I just said, listen, man, here's what it is. Here's the site. Um, you know, I was lucky enough that the groundwork had, a lot of the groundwork had been, you know, done with uh, Firewalker and John claude and Tater Tot and Plague you uh, with Rooney to to utilize Papio South, um, and so uh, you know my thing was I I had a pretty pretty good setup, and I told um, Animal House that I would I would do as best I could to to leave I didn't want to leave him a uh, uh, an empty pantry of of cues that he's you know he takes over one week and has to find a uh, a cue for the next, and so. I was like, I got, I was pretty lucky. I'll help you fill out May and as far as I can go and then turn it over to you. And then it's your site, man. And he's like, all right. And so it was supposed to be just, um, it was supposed to be just Animal House and I on a Friday night at th or Friday afternoon at three. And then F3 Fairing Nectar really hit hard that day. And so then our table went from just me and Animal House there for like five minutes together alone to now the table's completely full and people are talking about whatever. And so, you know, I, I, I don't think I gave enough credit to Animal House um, for saying yes and, and thanking him, but uh, super excited that, that he's the guy. And I know he's got, you know, he's got plans um, for his own journey and marathons and stuff that he's training for. So I know it may not necessarily be the, the easiest commitment for someone like him, because like I said, he's doing a lot of training, but, he didn't waver. Um, he was he was such a good good dude to, to to take over, and super proud of of where we are with the danger zone today. Um, and I know going forward, he's just gonna rock it. And him and him and whoever he chooses to to lead that site going forward, it's it's gonna be a fantastic one. So I love that, and um, apologize to the listeners. We're going out of order. I'm, I'm letting Pony ask more questions today, but um, just to back up. Where did the name Danger Zone even come from? How did you land on that name? Well, so um, we'll go all the way back. So Girl Dad did his first workout um, when he was his his VQ was at the sanitarium, and he did this Danger Zone workout, right? And so it was snowy. We did the we did the sleds down the hill, um, and so then when when John Claude texted me, he's like, hey. If you if you commit now, you may be able to name it yourself. And I was like, well, you guys have done all the work. Like this is kind of crappy. I was like, I'm gonna come in here at the last minute, swoop in and name it something stupid. I was like, yeah, I can't do that. So I told him, I was like, all right, I, I'll I'll commit to it, but I'm I, I'm gonna have to talk to some people. So I talked to Tater, and Tater's like, listen, man, there was like a buffalo farm across the street from that place. He goes, I heard the story of like Papio South. He goes you got to do something with buffaloes. I was like, okay, cool. Don't know what we can do with buffaloes, but we'll try. 
And then, you know, Rooney and Girl Dad and I, we went on a site site visit on a Sunday. We ran around the lake and looked at everything, looked at the field, looked at the hill, looked at the tires, looked at the telephone poles. And I said, you know, I was like, you know, talk to me. What do you think this site should be named? And Rooney looked at me, he goes, it's got to be the danger zone. He goes, look, we have tons of um, military down in Papio. Um, the highway that runs, uh, Highway 370, is the Strategic Air Command Highway. And he goes, you know, it just makes a lot of sense to to name it the danger zone. And so I was like, that's it. Like when when the principal of the school, the guy who gives you the keys to to use his facility says that should be the name. I was like, heck yeah. So then I called Lucky. I was like, all right, Lucky, here's the deal. And he goes, oh, that's so awesome. He goes, I'll work on it. I'm going to work on a, a logo for you real quick. So, you know, and when, when Lucky gets some, like when Lucky gets a fire lit under him, like there's just no stopping. So 48 hours, I had like four different logos and, you know, it just worked out perfect. So that's kind of where we, we named the site. And it was, it was a combination. Sorry, Tater, we didn't choose anything with buffaloes, but you can find another, we can find another site at Papio South someday that you can name after a buffalo. Yeah, I, thanks for sharing that. I love that. And it, it is funny. My first idea for a name with um, the pit was going to be something related to butterflies. And thank goodness we didn't do like, you know, I was looking at like the chasm or some random. Uh, and so thankfully, so I love that story. Um, you know, it's also really cool. Uh, we were talking about ego before, right? And, and you, you launched a site launched a brand new site before your brother who had been in F3 longer than you got to even be a site queue. And the fact that his response was, how can I help? I'm so excited. And it wasn't like a, Hey, wait a minute here. Well, you know, why do you get a launch a new site? Um, so, so thankful for lucky and his response. What, yeah, um, well, you know, it, yeah, that's, that's another story. We can, we can get into that over, over, uh, over a drink sometime, but like, you know, it, it, there's this there's this whole thing with with s3 and you have to be nimble um right and that's the beauty of of being in f3 omaha and being a member of f3 it's like listen when when you write a book and there's a book for f3 people called free to lead and you don't give people the opportunity to be free to lead in whatever they want to do it it you, you're kind of contradicting yourself, right? And so, um, you know, then when someone comes up and asks you to lead, that's when you're like, okay, someone sees something in me um, and I just got to be flexible with whatever it is. And for those people who are listening that didn't get asked, to ask the question, right? It, it, there may be someone out there who is ready to give up a site but they don't know who to pass it to. Um, and so if someone out there is listening and says, you know, I, I think I'd be a good site, talk to talk to a site queue, any site queue, right? Or go talk to leadership, go talk to the firewalkers, the plagues, John Claude's of the world. Uh, and, you know, my guess is that, again, if, if someone thinks that you're ready to lead, then they're gonna come knock on your door, send you a text or send you a Slack message and you're going to be good to go. Um, and, you know, uh, a torch will be passed in your direction. But you also have to understand, like, there may not be a site that's open and there may be a better fit that, that someone sees for you um, in, in F3. And so, you know, I'm kind of taking over, taking over, starting this kind of second F for Sarpy County. And Sweet Roll texted me, he's like, hey, I think I should someone was like, hey, we should start a Twitter for F3 Fairy Nectar. And he, I texted him, I said, do it. Get it done. Do it now before someone steals your idea. I was like, you've been the guy leading this for, for the long time. And then he, 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 we talked and he's like, dude, I'll just send that back over to you. I was like, no, no, man. This is decentralized leadership at its best. I was like, when there's an idea, you run with it. You, you do that starfish. You go back to the center. You look at it. You cut it off. And then you start your own thing. I was like, and that's that's the beauty of this whole thing, is that we're we're not bigger than one person. We're a group, um, and, and we can kind of do what we want as long as we kind of fit inside this inside this mission of of F three. And as long as it fits inside there, then run with it, do it. Yeah, 
the fairy nectar thing has been cool to watch as that grows and having guys queue a second app uh, event. Wow, what a genius idea. That's been really cool to watch. Um, you had some practical. Yeah, and and oh, go ahead. The site, and we have a we have a he has a um he, he has a, a shovel flag, and you know sure it's just nice. a tabletop one, but you know it's there. It's we're planting it, and we're we're growing the second F in in Sarpy County, and again for all those uh, for all those Douglas County guys or Elkhorn or Gretna guys, you're more than welcome. Follow the F3 Fairy Nectar on Twitter and. You know, the idea is that every ferry nectar is not going to be at cross train every Friday, that it's going to move. Um, and so, you know, when that happens, just be ready to, to, queue, uh, to queue a workout. And again, DM Sweet Roll at the F3 Ferry Nectar. And my guess is that he's going to get the, uh, the shovel flag to you if you want to go, you know, queue a workout up at Barchin, up in Benson or something like that, or downtown Omaha, right? Go do it you know just reach out it's not it's not that hard yeah i love that and you had some really good advice there for guys looking for leadership um you know or if they feel like they're ready to lead or if they feel like they've identified a really cool site you know a lot of times if there's a location and there and you already know you know a few guys that would would be willing to go there on a regular basis you know that's kind of the the basic criteria you know i think it's more just making sure we don't cross swords and already have something planned or you know some a guy uh being kind of devoted to another purpose but what about um fngs we like to always kind of get perspectives on uh, what do you tell the new guy or uh, how do you keep the new guy engaged what would you what would you say to that yeah it, you know and uh, i'll be the first to say like you know i've been I haven't been good about personally reaching out. Um, but I, sometimes it's not the message that you give the new guy, it's the message that you give the guy who brought out the new guy, which is you gotta keep on them, you gotta keep them coming out, you gotta get them to a second F event. Um, and when you do those things, right, it's like, then it's more, then it's, it's less about the, about the first F and more about all of the Fs. And so I think, um, you know, you listen to all these other guys who are very eloquent in what you tell F FNGs. My thought is, is that it's not necessarily the FNG that you have to reach out to. It's the guys who are around that FNG to keep them coming back. And again, I'm the first one to tell you I've been awful at that, like pretty piss poor. And I need to be better about reaching out to the guys that I know who are FNGs who work three floors below me and haven't been to a workout in, you know, six months. But, you know, you, you can't tell outside the window right now, but it's getting warmer, it's getting nicer, and it's going to get easier for people to, to show up. And if we can get them out now and get them to second F events and third F events, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a, a recipe for success. I, you know what, I appreciate that a lot. Um, I think I kind of had this misconception early on. I actually work with Convoy and Red Ranger now. And I had this misconception that, well, I don't want to bombard people with, hey, man, how was it? You know, I was like, I always thought that it would be better if you just sat back and were cool about it. And if they wanted to come talk to you about it, then that's the way you should approach it. But then, you know, I think you're absolutely right that we should be calling on active members to be circling back with these individuals because that may be what keeps them plugged in. Um, so I think that's great advice. I guess uh, as we're getting kind of closer here, one thing we've been asking the guys is uh, words of encouragement. Is there anything that we can be, uh, you know, thinking about, praying for you, uh, words of encouragement we may give you if we see you out in the gloom? Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll share with you guys this, and this will come out later. But, you know, my, my, it, today was a rough day. My, my grandfather passed away. Um, so like 6:45 this morning um so you know it's been rough um but i know that there's a group of guys who will send a text right and the guys who sent texts after the shovel flag pass you know that narrows that concentrica that we talk about down from that group of 18 to or the world 18 and then from that 18 down to eight. Um, and the guys who do that are just, just 
salt of the earth, good dudes. Um, and that's amazing. Um, and the prayers that I know people have sent my way, sent to my family, you know, it's been, it's been a really, really tough six weeks for, for or eight weeks for my grandpa. Um, but, and my, and my mom, who's, who's been traveling back and forth, but the text I got when I shared that, uh, in a COT or for some prayers was amazing. Um, and so, uh, obviously I'm, I, I shared this with, with Pony that, you know, I'm out on the DL right now for, um, for an injury and, and, and getting better at that. But, you know, keeping engaged to reading back blasts, being on WhatsApp um, and, and having that group, that communication group that you have, um, whether that's just on Slack, whether it's on text message, whatever it is, you just, you know, the, the lifeline of guides that you have in this group is, um, is pretty amazing. And so, um, you know, I, again, don't know when you're going to release this, but, this, but, you know, that's, that's what's heavy on my heart today. Um, but Absolutely, man. Thank you for sharing that. And sorry to hear that. Um, you know, I, I guess I had known you were going through that journey, but obviously didn't realize um, the significant event this morning. Um, but yeah, we yeah, no, and, and like, thank you. I appreciate that. We'll be praying for you. I think, um, yeah, we'll take us out in a in a namorama, um, and then uh, yeah, we should post this probably. Um, this probably next week um so but anyway perfect all right uh, maybe i'll be in the gloom back then so yeah uh <laughs> let's see i'll start us off here brain of Hardy, 36 the plague plague, plague. i'm john whitworth i'm 30 my name is pony express hey matt burke 38 gobbler gobbler man or gobble 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 what, which is it <laughs> hey, yeah, you got it. Yeah, it's 